0: Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie and you're listening to episode 173 of the Booney Breakdown podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Support for today's episode comes from we Vibe Womanizer. Unlike a traditional vibrator, the womanizer uses pulses of air and pressure waves similar to the sensation of oral sex on the clitoris. Discover longer lasting and more intense orgasms right now. And as a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 20% off your womanizer purchase by using the code VIP20. That's VIP20. The code expires on June 30th, 2021. Details on how to purchase can be found in the show notes and on thebooniebreakdown.com. All right, welcome to this week's episode, guys. I'm excited because this one is going to be a good one. Ah, uh, this person and I have been following each other on Instagram for a little while now, and I've always loved the work that she has posted. Uh, also, she shared a really dope story and I messaged like, yep, you're getting an invitation to come on the podcast because you have to share this with the audience. <laughs> But our guest this week is Shay Olay. She is a powerhouse of authentic presence, and she is affectionately called the Typhoon of Temptation. She's a pole dance, cabaret, and burlesque performer, and she combines her love of eroticism, sensuality, emotion, and drama into signature performances that captivate and mesmerize. Guys, this conversation is so good. All right. Uh, she talks about pretty much the art of temptation. The Art of Seduction, um, about her career and her work as a burlesque performer. She explains some caveats and differences to me. I love when I learn new things. But also, she also shares the story of her first threesome. So you're going to want to stick around for this conversation. This one's a good one, guys. All right. Let's hop into my pick of the week. (laughs) this one's a throwback a throwback pick of the week um I had been seeing on Instagram people talking about Pink yes Pink and I went and revisited her first album and (laughs) I do think Pink did one of the most um pronounced switch-ups of genres because a lot of us thought pink was black and doing r&b when she first came out in 2000 but that first album her debut album still knocks most girls want a man with the bling bling that song still knocks <laughs> um there you go stop falling is it love do what you do pink really put out a r&b album for her debut album and then came back next year like nope I'm punk (laughs) I'm rock (laughs) but I still love her first album so that is my pick of the week because I revisited that album last week housekeeping housekeeping so episode 172 was a super responsible episode with our guest alma gordon i'm so appreciative that you guys received this episode so well um sometimes when i do responsible episodes or really responsible episodes i'm a little unsure um someone was like adrian thank you for highlighting uh, this for us. I had no idea the intricacies, the cost and things you can do around surrogacy, egg freezing and IVF. I'm not sure like you if I want to do egg freezing. But I do hope that more people listen to this episode and consider their options earlier. So that's all we're about here, learning and seeing what you have that you can do to live the best life that you want to live. And so if you have not checked out that episode, I encourage you to go back and do so. Share it with a friend. We love um, when you do referrals here because that is how we grow. Also, if you have yet to join Patreon gang, uh, we have a good time over there. Uh, this month, our, or next month, our first. Thursdays with Boonie will be a workshop with Sex with Ashley. We did an episode with her. She was our season eight opener. Uh, We'll be doing a spicy show and tell with Sex with Ashley on May 6th. So in order to attend that workshop, you need to sign up for Patreon. You can head on over to patreon.com backslash the Boonie breakdown. You must be at the mid or high tier in order to attend the live workshops. If you cannot attend them live uh, some events we do record, and the replay is available for viewing at a later date. I'm telling you, even if you join up today, you can go back and watch the workshop that we had with Goody, which was bomb as fuck about how to take really good nudes. Um, I learned a lot in that one. I think everyone really enjoyed that workshop. So head on over to patreon.com slash the Boonie Breakdown. Those of you who are at our Ratchet as Fuck tier, which is our highest tier, they are getting their custom merch. So uh, if you're at the Ratchet Fuck tier and you're there for four consecutive months, you get a piece of custom merch that is not available that will not be ever for sale on the booniebreakdown.com with our other merchandise. So if you've already been at that level since we've started in May, you guys will be getting a little package from Boonie. So thank you guys for your support. And uh, I love it over there. And I love you guys for supporting me. Also, round of applause. I'm going to (laughs) clap. Kudos to everyone who followed uh, the Boonie Breakdown over on YouTube. Yes, I'm really excited to bring some video content, a different flair, a different side of Boonie over there. It might be some weekly vlogs. It might be this is what I bought. You never know what you'll get over on YouTube. Uh, And so in order for these videos to drop... I am asking if the Ratcheteer gang can get us to 150 subscribers. I think at last count I saw we were at 110. So you can just go to the youtube.com backslash the boonie breakdown now. Yes, we have our own custom channel. So that was step one. So if you can head on over to youtube.com backslash the boony breakdown and subscribe. And lastly, I know you guys are already following us on social, but if this is your first time listening, I encourage you to follow us also on YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us on Twitter, just at Booney Breakdown. If you would like to leave a review, um, someone told me that if you do not listen in Apple Podcasts, you can leave reviews in the Overcast app. Um, so I know some droid folk because um, you guys are looking for a new home. Those of you who were listening over on SoundCloud, which is going away. Uh, Overcast, you can leave a five-star review. Apple Podcasts, you can leave a five-star review on our Facebook page. You can leave a five-star review. So there are a few places that you can leave those reviews. We love them. You can hear yours on a next episode of the Booty Breakdown Podcast. All right, so that is it for me. I'm gonna shut up now and we're gonna hop into this spicy, amazing conversation with Shea Olay. So let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, it's your girl Boonie and I am excited for this episode. We were just talking before I hit the record button about how we've been skewing a little bit responsible this season, so let's ratchet it up. So I would like to welcome Miss Shea Olay to the Boonie Breakdown. Hey, girl.
1: Hello, hello. I'm, I'm ready for some ratchetness.
0: I, I do. I feel like this year of being cooped up, everybody's ready to break free and break loose. Um, hopefully summer can be responsibly safe, but still fun for everyone. Exactly. It's all about balance and playing yes. with it. I am looking forward to this. Before we get before look, before I get all in your business, um, I wanted to comment and I saved this for this episode. You gave me the best compliment of like the last month on one of my Instagram pictures. You said that I was succulent. I was like, oh, that is one of the best compliments ever.
1: And I think I I remember the photo too. You're like leaning forward or something, and you see just like your legs, your skin, like the curve of your breast, like the face you're making. It's soft. It like the whole thing. It was just like this is just this the biscuit and syrup. This is this yes! is like butter <laughs> on the skin. This is
0: succulence. Yes. yes, I was like this. Is- no one has ever described me in such a way, and I loved it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so thank well, you.
1: No, thank you for giving us the pleasure of the photos. <laughs> so
0: it was all you. That was a, that was one of look. That was like my first tip my toe and sauciness. Because um, I usually don't mm-hmm. post that on um, Instagram. So we'll see. Maybe every more now to come. and
1: then, give us a, a little treat. Yeah, just a every taste. <laughs>
0: So speaking of sauciness, you drop the heat (laughs) quite often on your Instagram page and kudos. Like um, I know when I first followed you and I get why the world we live in and and how people, um, you know, steal things and reshare things on the Internet and the Mm -hmm. videos you post are amazing. So how did you get into the burlesque scene? Oh wow! Um,
1: I before burlesque, I was already a performer, and I had already um, studied pole dancing just as a hobby as well. Okay. So I, I already had this like background of sensual movement, erotic expression, and theater, but it probably. You know what? Okay. I also, in 2010, I did go to a burlesque class. And at the time, what I didn't know was that there were genres. And the genre of class that I went to, I didn't particularly like it. And I thought that that was all of burlesque. So it's like hearing a country song and, and thinking you don't like music. And so I just said no to burlesque for years. But in, I believe, 2016, I was hired to perform at a show as the pole dancer. But once I got there, the pole malfunctioned and they asked me if I could still perform. Because of my background and everything else I did, I was like, oh, yes, like (laughs) I can, if it's a wall, the floor, a chair, a tree, a lap, like I can go. And I also had a background in um, freelance dance or uh, freestyle dance as well. Okay. So even though on the spot, my routine and the apparatus had changed, I was able to just still do a sexy little number. Um, I was invited to continue performing with this show at the time. And later I learned that it was a burlesque show. And that the concept of what I was doing had a name, and it was called burlesque, and I was like, oh my goodness i was I was always a burlesque dancer, and never knew
0: <laughs> that's funny, yeah, so I, kind of,
1: I yeah I stumbled into it in a way that's not even normal,
0: yeah, I mean, I didn't know that there were different genres, so I learned something um new there." Um, I, I remember the first time I went to a burlesque show here in Baltimore and I think I went in, this was, I mean, years ago, my first time. And I, I remember going in and thinking, oh, this is going to be kind of corny. Like, cause I think it was <laughs> in the height of like, you know, the exotic dancer strip club culture. And yeah. I'm like, uh. but I think what I really enjoyed about the show was the tease. Yes. That like, that, a, that was the hook.
1: That's a, a huge part of it. Like I, in addition to performing, I teach and produce burlesque. And one of my definitions of burlesque is that it is extravagant striptease. And that's even if I'm just taking off my glasses, I am being so extravagant and over the top with that. I want to let you know uh, burlesque for me is also about emotional storytelling.
0: We're not just getting
1: on stage doing a dance number. There is subtext. There is something going on and being said with the body. And the third part is that burlesque is extreme parody, even by its like origin definition. Burlesque was just like a, a, an exaggerated, grotesque comedy of um, everyday life. So a modern understanding of a burlesque show, and most people wouldn't associate this, but the most modern burlesque show is Saturday Night Live. Oh. Right, so you didn't think I was going to go there. (laughs) I didn't think you were
0: going to say that. (laughs)
1: Right? Now, of course, like, we're thinking burlesque dancers, right? I am a burlesque dancer, but their burlesque is like the cousin or sister of theater, It is a style of entertainment in its own school of thought. So, within that, you have burlesque comedians, burlesque singers, dancers, because there's a different, it is different being a comedian at a burlesque show than others. So, with Saturday Night Live, it's akin to that. Like those sketches are these extreme parodies of everyday life scenarios, and then they have a music break. Our burlesque shows tend to have like extreme parody with a sexy dance break.
0: Look, I just learned something new today. (laughs) I love that. Like, yeah, I, I, when you said Saturday Night Live, that just totally took me (laughs) like, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. what? (laughs) But yeah, I get it. it, Okay.
1: Yeah. and, And it sounds like too, it could depend on the, again, the genre or style of show that you go to. So there there's such a variety ranging from I've gone to burlesque shows where it feels like a show and tell like after school program. And I can't believe I paid money for it <laughs> all, the way, all the way to like top notch stage production. They blew my mind and deserve a Tony and an Oscar.
0: Yeah. Wow. So do you, you said you are part of a company company? Um, do you do shows on your own as well? Or do you always perform as a part of a group?
1: No, so I perform as an individual artist. Right? Okay. Can ha- they hire me to perform in their own events or shows or even Got it. I get pre- I get hired um as gigs, like for someone's 50th birthday party or something. But then I do also perform with a burlesque company called Siren Pack. And I also help actually produce those shows um, with a team of other BIPOC film producers. And that's been for about three years now. And it originated in New York where we would do monthly immersive variety shows. And then we've started to uh, pre- times we started to expand into other cities then like we expanded into being virtual okay and and now we're like figuring out well not even figuring out we actually have more shows coming up actually
0: oh awesome yeah you know as stuff starts to move back to normal you know that's a um this is actually a great date night idea i need to do that
1: oh (laughs) yes it is so. That's the thing too. Like I, I love going on dates, which it, like I just I love it. And but I want to have a sexy, erotic date. And I realize I've you know I'm older now, so my idea isn't just to like go to a club that's like playing hip hop all the time or something. Yeah. Like that's no. I need something more sophisticated and still like raw and gritty. And I would go to a burlesque show here and there, but there would be one little thing missing or off. Like, the show was great, but their door person just seemed like they didn't really want to be there. Like, they just needed to get my ticket and get me in my seat. (laughs) Or there's some shows where the host is kind of patronizing to the audience or talks down to them. Or, like, the audience is always the butt of the jokes instead of, like, being in Uh, on the jokes. And those would take me out of, I'm like, listen, I'm trying to suck dick later. This is not <laughs> working for me. Like, <laughs> keep the mood so I, set. <laughs> yeah, so I decided, like, when I would produce a burlesque shows, it's, like, we would tweak those things because I needed it to be an amazing date night or, like, a night where I would go with just my friends or by myself and mm-hmm. that affected how like my team and I built our show so that I could bring a date and have a good time. I it hasn't happened yet cuz I end up having to work. You
0: yeah, like you're working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm totally putting this on my list for a date night this summer. Oh, I yeah, think that would be I, so awesome. And especially I after being cooped thing. up in the house and for a year yes. and to do the oh yeah totally doing it
1: we have one of one of my favorite audience members because we have some of the same uh, guests that come to the shows all the time and he came by himself um and then the next month he brought his girlfriend and then it became part of their just like monthly date night and they were bringing up other couples and their friends and It just, it was so delicious. Like I I knew that we were like basically the fluffers to their night later on. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look, look, I don't, I don't do, uh, well, maybe I do burlesque comedy live shows. I don't know. But I right. feel like after my live shows, I feel responsible for all of the DMs and emails that I get from people like, right. you you made my night. You started it off right. <laughs> yes. And we do. We give
1: feedback, I think. And this might even be a great segue for later. But one of our shows, um, I lately have started to do spoken word and then I dance. So there's either like a monologue or something. And I have this one act where I read an actual letter that I wrote a lover when he asked me, what did I want our sexual journey to be? Mm. Right? I I had never had anyone ask me that question before. And I was like, that is such a great question. It took me several months to answer because, I mean, I was having sex with him by then. (laughs) But it took me several months to answer because I wanted to give a thorough answer he received like a 10 page letter for the audience. I read about three pages of this letter explaining exactly how I wanted our sexual journey to be. And like there, we had one man who said, he came up to me that night and said, when he went home and opened the door, he knew that he could affect his wife by the power of his hello. And that he was just going to even start greeting her differently.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Nuances. Yeah. In that letter, another guy, I have this whole chunk where I talk about the difference between thrusting and stroking. And still grown folks don't know that there Listen. is a difference. Like, <laughs> so after the show, is, we're packing up everything, the audience member comes out to me. He's like, oh, my God, I didn't know that there was a stroke. I think this is why my girl dumped me. And we're like, oh, okay, you want to help put this bin in the <laughs> van or something? <laughs> he emails us like two weeks later to let us know that he got her back, that he has his stroke now, and they are back together, and he is grateful. And I was like, I love it. I love that they're sending us progress reports.
0: I love that. And I think (laughs) just just that alone, it's like, you know, I think some people always are afraid or intimidated by signing up for some type of sexual instruction course or refresher, whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, just even that, the nuance between thrusting and stroking makes a hell of a difference in sexual escapades okay (laughs) and I remember the first time I had to teach a partner that I was with like okay I enjoy a good thrust for certain things at certain times but Mm -hmm. that cannot be the only tool in the in the in the toolkit
1: exactly like I need some variety what are you doing here Uh. (laughs) oh and (laughs) So I do, I love that for our show, like as much as it's entertaining a a fun night out, it, we also say that we're a subversive company, because underneath that, we're really showing how we can experience what we consider like platonic, erotic energy in community with consent with boundaries and still with freedom. And then we can also take inspiration from that into our personal lives. And so even one of the first things, like I've gone to so many shows where they make sure, you know, you need to respect the dancer or the performer, right? Don't Mm -hmm. touch without asking, or this is how you tip them. And we demonstrate how to do that as well. But right after we demonstrate that, we also explain to our audience, and especially because we're an immersive show and interactive, that our performers have to get consent from them as well. Okay. Someone's not just gonna like pop just
0: pull in you there. into the... <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, or just start recording you were doing something like that. It's mutual. So like we want them to ask us, but we also must ask them too. And when they hear that, like you see them relax more and then it's just an amazing show.
0: Oh, yeah. On and the to-do the list <laughs> will be yeah. happening.
1: Yeah. And then I think just the last point to that is that that long-term effect too is that we've just, we've just modeled another example of consent, right? You came to a burlesque show, and, but we're just showing you again how simple consent can be.
0: And and you and I talked about that after, I think that was last year, I did the episode on consent with Vanessa from Vagisteam. Um, I know we had a DM conversation about consent and and how people just get so caught up in thinking it has to be this rigid, uh, structured uh, agreement. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's so many, like, it's so many ways that you can give consent. And I think in our conversation, we were even talking about, even just reading body language sometimes, right? Like you can tell from body language when someone is uncomfortable and then there's a way that you can, you know, use your voice since you're you're you are picking up on those feelings to either get consent or to say, okay, I got to back away. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But I love that in showing how the visual expression of how consent can work. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Or in showing how you can get consent, like, in motion too like, yeah I, I've had some people say that they didn't I don't know it's just that story of like you're on the date then the the mood starts to shift and you're about to have that first kiss right and all the movies they don't stop to ask about that or to check like that you're aligned or anything like the music swells and he leans in for a kiss yeah and for most of us then to stop and ask that I've heard people say that's not sexy yeah because <laughs> Some some people want to be taken or things like that. But I'm like, first of all, we haven't even had the conversation about whether I want to be taken or not. And I also, I think it's it's sexy. It doesn't even matter if it's sexy or not. I don't mind in the movement of that moment, pausing for a second to do another Mm check-in. I mean, because I would hope once we're having sex, you're not like, just like fucking me in a void that you're still paying attention (laughs) to my body language that we're talking then and checking in. Like I I wish we could just normalize communication.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I feel um, for a lot of people, when you talk about, you know, when they explain their sexual escapades that may be lackluster or bad experiences, I feel like that is the thing that's lacking. (laughs) You're not speaking up. No one's communicating in the whole encounter. Um, And I I don't know how that happens. That's not my, (laughs) thankfully, that's not my wheelhouse. I I will advocate for myself and my pleasure in any experience that I have. Um, I love that.
1: I will advocate for my pleasure. I'm that same way. I mean, I've always been very clear and even direct in what I want. But over the years, I have found even better tools to help me. And I came across this uh, article written by someone I adore, and it has these eight points or these eight questions to ask if you have um, romantic or erotic intent with someone. And it's mm-hmm. such a great conversation starter. And um, I feel like so many things probably wouldn't would or things just would have changed if people bothered to have this <laughs> guided discussion. I went. Um, uh, not too long or not too long ago time is so weird I don't even know when
0: yeah the but time is was, <laughs> right? so weird in this pandemic
1: but a few years ago I was out with someone who I was attracted to but we were just hanging out like it wasn't a date right it okay. just, we just happened to be at a restaurant and then he was like oh let's go go over to this bar too and I'm like cool and, but then the evening kept progressing and kept getting more salacious. Right now, we're at a strip club. Now we're walking downtown. Like, now it's three in the morning that we're just walking by the water and talking about God knows what. And I'm just like, man, listen, I'm going to end up doing things to him. And I, I don't even know anything. I don't even know if he has a <laughs> girlfriend. I would hope <laughs> not if it's three in the morning, we're just walking around. But now I know. I know when we sat down on that bench, I could have straddled him and, like, fucked the shit out of him. I know it would have just, like, given him life and probably me as well. (laughs) Uh, But as we kind of cuddled closer and I could, like, get that, that moment in the movies, I stopped him and I said, listen, I'm attracted to you. I don't know how you feel about me There's a conversation I want to have because the next thing I'm going to do is kiss you. And I was like, but we got to talk first, right? And so he was like, sure, that's fine. Like, what do you want to talk about? Now, granted, my notes for this conversation were at home. Cause I didn't plan on going on a date, <laughs> and, you know, and I was like, "Listen, this might sound funny, but they're in my journal at home. Could we go back to my house, and I'll read you these questions, so we could talk it out, so that like I can kiss you." <laughs> like, and he was he was down. He was chill.
0: He was He's like, good. yeah, let's go back to your place. <laughs> yeah, but you probably thought I
1: was trying to like lure him back. But no, like I pulled out my journal and we talked about it. But I I didn't mind stopping the flow in that moment because if the chemistry's right and we're on the same page, when we connect, we're going to connect. It don't matter. Yeah. And how much more freeing is it to then connect and knowing I, I've had a conversation already. I mean, I'm mean, gonna trust what you say, but like. A certain
0: thing certain clarity is already known now. Yeah. Wow. That okay. Look, you what a story. And I'm ready to get to the juicy story. To the juicy story. <laughs> but no, I really do um I do love that. And I think right now, or well, I'm I'm gonna I am going to i do not want to pinpoint one particular person, but recently um I've been I had a really good sexual experiences. Oh. And I think because Uh, everything that you're saying this person was very um we communicated from jump like the the energy was undeniable like to your point like whenever it happens we know that I just knew this is going to be it I could tell but I I wasn't prepared for exactly what it was Mm -hmm. and I appreciated um, his ability to sense that and so before our next encounter did this that a similar conversation And ever since then, it's been like fireworks. Mm. Yeah, it's great. So Uh, I love that. Yeah, Yeah. highly recommend. (laughs) (laughs) Now, look, okay. Yes. In your DM, no, not your DMs, in your Instagram story, (laughs) you totally hooked me in, reeled me in. You were talking about your threesome experiences. Well, it was I am, my, It was my first threesome experience. Yes, your That's your first threesome experience. Mm-hmm. I am someone I have not had a threesome. I've not done any group sex. Ooh. Now, albeit I'll say this, I've had invitations. Um, I have <laughs> tried to plan threesomes for people that I was with, and for whatever reasons, it never comes to fruition. It's so hard. It's yeah. Me years. I think it's. I think it takes a little bit more work than I think at the time when I was doing that, like, that I thought like, Oh, God, I mean, because it's an extra person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So when you were saying it, I was like, Oh, my God, yes, please come on. And let's talk about your threesome. experience (laughs) Because I I get that question all the time from listeners. But I'm like, I don't have experience to share. I can just tell you about my foiled, uh, like my attempts, Mm -hmm. or the invitations that I received to be the third party coming in. Um, but I've never been able to go all the way. So, oh. how did this come about? Like, were were you with? Was it you and your partner? You brought in a third, or were you the third? Um. So the the first real time, because I
1: also I had an almost time too, where we ended up. There, each of these stories are just so interesting because I was dating a guy and he was. There was this other woman that was also dating him, but uh, she and I were also mutual acquaintances, right? So we knew. And one day a group of us were all hanging out, but between the three of us, we were vibing. We end up back at his place. We're naked in his bed. She and I are making out and he just chickened out. He couldn't do it. Mm. He just, he failed. And um, or I can't. And that sounds bad to say. It's not that he felt he just he got. I mean, I think it's
0: pressure. Yeah, yeah. And I had a I had a similar situation. when one of my, (laughs) I did a oh I'm in your city text, and so they were like (laughs) pull up, and I'm like yes. I'm thinking I'm just gonna go over there, and it's gonna be me and him, and we're gonna do what we always do, and I'm gonna Mm -hmm. come home. Uh, (laughs) And I get there, and he's like oh come in the room and when i get in the room it's a girl laying on his bed and i'm oh, like oh you can't just like surprise it like a, yeah a so surprise? i get it like i was like what like i thought i was coming to have fun <laughs> but i didn't know somebody else was already there um and so she wasn't naked but she was just like it was just very like off-putting like okay yeah so no, i was like oh, this was, no. you were gonna do a sneak attack like if i can make it yeah, through that, some work
1: <laughs> <laughs> what yeah I don't like that. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> for the the first real time it happened, I was single. Um, though I had kind of a a main person who was my like I was dating numerous people, but he was okay. like the top dog. And uh, so my OKCupid okay profile was still active, and a a couple. Well, not the couple, but the woman from the couple reached out to me. So I I was the unicorn for a married couple this first time. And uh, I found, of course, that felt a bit easier than me trying to orchestrate the threesome, Mm -hmm. either me trying to find two people or me dating someone and us trying to figure out what we were going to do. I was like, oh, yeah, if I'm just the unicorn, that makes my life easier. So that was the first one. The second one that happened, it wasn't... It, it didn't. That wasn't what I intended. It's. I thought I was going. I thought I was going on a first date, and I <laughs> did end up in the threesome. And what had happened was, um, I same thing. I was still single, and I went to this event where the gentleman was performing. And like, he invited me. and He brought gifts and everything. Oh wow! Yeah. And. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, let me take another. Not only did he bring gifts, the gifts was a yoni egg. (laughs) Thoughtful. That is thoughtful and very provocative. Like there's so much there. So he gifts me. And then after the event, he says there's going to be an after party and invited me to go. So everyone's just kind of gathering, figuring out whose cars we're getting in. And I just noticed this one particular woman. And I just knew it. I was like, oh, he's dating her. Like, they they have history and they're presently together. Mm -hmm. Then it occurs to me, like, oh, he probably, like, this jerk probably has numerous women here who think they're on dates with him. Or I don't even know. I did not necessarily feel violated because I knew that he dated multiple people, right? I I dated multiple people. I just, it would have been nice to just know the temperature of the room though anyways as we're all standing around talking though the more I watch her I realize I really like her like she just <laughs> is cool I like her vibe like she just don't give a fuck like she just so I'm like okay okay and I'm like I'm just gonna I'm gonna play this by ear we go to the after party and I'm hanging out mostly with her and and even at the time when I said I like her, it wasn't an immediate sexual attraction. I just was like, her energy, is her energy cool. was pulling like, you in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even as we were hanging out at the club, she spoke a, a little bit like about some romance troubles. I don't know. You know what girls do? Yeah. <laughs> and so finally I was like, listen, I just, I was like, cause I'm really vibing with you. I want to put it all on the table. I was like, you know, I'm romantically interested in him, but like, this was my first moment with him. And it seems like you all have history. I like you. I was like, so one, I can back away. And I was like, but also I got some advice, right? She'd been asking me questions things. That connected us even more. And then I just, I I saw them dancing, realized I love their vibe. Mm -hmm. And so I asked her if I could watch them have sex. I just asked her. Oh, (laughs) I was just like, this might seem forward, but I have a hotel room and after this party winds down or whenever we're ready to go, I would just love to watch the two of you have sex. Yes or no? And, and she like, said, so she, she was like, well, I'm not into girls. And I was like, oh, no, I wasn't. I'm not trying to join you. I just want to watch you. Like, I'm also a voyeur. And, but you can still say no. But I just want to be clear about what I'm asking. And she's like, uh. so she must have said something to him. So he comes up to me because, you know, we're just rotating throughout the party. And he's like, what did you say to her? Why are you trying to like, you know, he think maybe I'm trying to cock block him or do something yeah. shady. I don't know. And I was like, no, I didn't mean to like hurt her feelings. If I did, and I'll go speak to her. I was like, I just, I will, uh, I'm just trying to have some fun. Um, <laughs> I go back to her. I apologize. We just keep talking, dancing some more. I go off again. He comes back up to me. And so when I met up with her again, we didn't say, like, we didn't talk anymore about me watching them. We just kept about our business. So when he found me again, he was like, what did you say to her? He had that same energy. So I'm thinking, what did I do this time? Uh He was like, "Uh, she's ready to go right now. Which hotel did you say you're at? (laughs) Oh, check. Check, please. (laughs) Game one. So I take them back to my hotel and I'm like, well, who does this? But me, apparently. And I'm sitting on like that couch in the hotel room with the lamp. We've seen that scene in the movie and they're on the bed. And I was like, I don't, I just want to watch you. So like, however we need to flow, they, they were a bit nervous. Right. And they were, um, cause I don't, I, I could have, there's ways you could set up the mood. And I just was like, go, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and I, you know, so I, I can understand them being nervous and, and they were so quiet too. Like I've watched really? a lot of, a lot of people have sex, um, under many different circumstances because I'm a photographer and such. And anyways, and, and there was just, it was silent and a bit mechanical. And again, I couldn't tell if that was nerves or if that's always how they have sex. And I'm like, mm, then maybe I don't need to be dating him. Um, she turned to me after a little while and she just asked me if I would join them.
0: Oh, and I remember, wow.
1: yeah. Right. And I remember thinking like, this is, was my exact thought in the moment. I don't know what goes on in my head. I don't know why. But I was like, man, you know, if I was at someone's house and they offered me tea, I would take the tea. Cause that's like the proper and courteous thing <laughs> to do so when someone offers you like a threesome and some like dick and pussy like it's only courteous <laughs> like you take the fucking tea um I was like well don't mind if i do um, i and that we ended it's up a having big a threesome. change for
0: her because at first she said i'm not into yeah. girls yeah
1: wow now granted some of these things she said you could like you have to, this is where you have to read different things, body language, what the person's saying, things like that. Now, granted, from that night, it sounded like she just, she was being shy.
0: Okay. Because
1: she went from shy to asking me. To, yeah, like, like,
0: you go from, from no to join yeah. us. <laughs> well, exactly. not even that. She went from no to, okay, let's leave. We're going to do this. You can watch us to now join us.
1: Um Exactly. And, and she so just a little further down the line though we between the three of us we ended up having a couple threesomes together and i also for a few months went on to date him separately and then to date her separately like at the same
0: time <laughs> look that was a fruitful <laughs> night out for you
1: <laughs> it, was. it was and i just i i did I, I expected 50% for them to just say no. Like, you, that's not a normal question you're asked every day where a stranger asks if they can watch you have sex and they just yeah. met you me a few hours ago.
0: So I have two questions, and, two immediate questions. First, mm-hmm. who did you enjoy being in a relationship with more, <laughs> her or him? You know what?
1: N- neither. <laughs> I, like, well, and I can't say I was even in a relationship, with like, we dated. You were just you dating. Know? Okay. Um, I, like... Physically, of course, I enjoyed being with her more because um, I just liked, I liked her body, um, and, but they both like, they both just had their different
0: challenges too. Okay. Like, I was like, uh-uh. and then in joining in for someone who is maybe curious about doing a threesome um how did the the mechanics of that work? Because like this seems like a really impromptu threesome. And that I know was, yeah. yeah, and I know someone who had given me advice when I was trying to plan one was kind of like, have your rules set, so you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you can kiss him here or you can do this and have that laid out clearly. And so I guess there was you didn't experience any friction or there was no boundaries, no things off limits. I will say
1: that particular one, like we just kind of moved through that moment. Of course, in retrospect, there's probably more kind of clarity and things I would get when you're thinking ahead of time. Okay. Um, But like I think about the first reason where the couple met me on OKCupid, you know, in our conversations, planning up to it we had discussed boundaries and like what we were okay with or not. Can I call you names during sex? Like what's okay to touch or not, or things like that. Um, With this uh, couple, I guess, like in one sense, all three of us were single. So there wasn't necessarily like where she could be like, well, but this is my man. So like, you can't touch that left ear. Right. We all right. were all kind of free agents and we we just kind of flowed together. Right. Like I I remember like going down on her while he was like uh doggy styling from the back or I, like there, we just we just moved and flowed or both of us like giving him a blowjob at the same time. Right? Like you don't. Yeah. Like either you're going to be bumping heads or you find a flow to that dick.
0: <laughs> that like, was oh,
1: you're my, going up i'm gonna go down you just, yeah
0: <laughs> like my only rule that well not only but i was just gonna have i think two rules i didn't oh and this is so long ago now Ooh. that i'm now I'm thinking like with this change but i think the only rule i would still keep if if the person was like my partner we're in a relationship like i don't want you kissing them kissing them but you can do anything else (laughs) but I just don't Um, want you to kiss them um and
1: that's what's gonna be helpful like whatever if if you're in a relationship the two of you have to have that conversation on what you're okay with or not right yeah for you is no kissing or for some like
0: oh go ahead no I was gonna say for some people they're like what that's so dumb (laughs) <laughs> right. Like my limit would be like you could do everything, but, you know, no penetration. Right. And so mm-hmm. at the time, the person that I was going to do this with, we he said his things um that he would like to see. He didn't really have too many no's. Um, but. I was glad that we had that conversation because I think it would it would have made it easier to go with the flow, right? Instead of Mm -hmm. you happen the moment and you look over and you see someone doing something and it it irritates you. And now the whole mood is jacked up.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I agree. I think, and I think they're just conversations to have that might, it might seem awkward to ask certain questions. Like one thing that I use there, like I make up names, but like Beth and Derek, the married couple, Uh one of their rules was that after this night was over, uh, we would never contact each other again. Right? This was like so okay. A, it was a one-time thing, and and even from when she first contacted me to when the threesome happened, several months went by. Like we were planning this for his milestone birthday, and we had developed just a connection, like a friendship. And knowing that it even had an expiration point on it. And, and like, <laughs> that was one of their clear rules. This was once and we we're never talking to her again. She doesn't even know my real name. I had to give her a fake name. Oh, wow. I made yeah. like a fake email account for it, everything.
0: Yeah, I had, I went, oh, I was at a, a wedding one time. And I'm leaving, I'm walking to my car. And this couple approaches me. <laughs> and they're like, oh, they were in town for the wedding. And they were like, oh, we, you know, we would love for you to come back to our hotel room with us. And mm-hmm. I felt like it was just way too random for me. Um, right. cause, I, <laughs> and especially to be like my first threesome, like, what? Like, I was like, I'm so flattered, but I, I was like, I'm gonna pass. And they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but I did have, um, a requ- another request from a different married couple to be the third, and I thought it was the good balance for me because mm-hmm. it was someone who I was familiar with. I knew, but I was not close to them. Yeah. So I would never like really run into them often. So I didn't feel like it would be any awkwardness after the fact. But mm-hmm. then she, the <laughs> the wife, um, ended up pregnant, and so that was that. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like every time it was like, I would get like an inch closer or something would happen. Like the one I was planning for my boyfriend at the time, then we broke up like right before his birthday. So then I was like, oh, See, well, I guess that's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> exactly. And I still have like, I, the two that I was in, it was two women and a man. Right. Like, I, at some point in my life, if everything aligns itself I want to be in a threesome with two men and it's myself um or where it's two other I can't even say just two other women because there's also non-binary people too but yeah I want to have even more variety in some of my threesome plus
0: gotcha yeah that um I just feel like it's so many ways to explore and have fun and to do it safely. Um, And I I do. And I'm, I'm still curious about myself. Like are my, are those days done for me? Will the the opportunity ever arise again? I don't think I would, I'm in the stage and I can't ever say never, but right now I don't see myself planning one, Mm -hmm. but I feel like if the right opportunity came around again, I would take it.
1: It's like if if someone offer you some tea you know, this, 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 <laughs> it's not polite to like, have to be polite. <laughs> yeah, just, just a, a British politeness. I am a dignified person. So, <laughs> why yes, I will take a bit of that threesome. Um, I I did have several years ago a, a married Couple I knew the woman reached out to me to get my advice on a threesome. right? she, had, she and her husband had met a woman that they not only wanted to have a threesome with, but they wanted to eventually like develop a relationship with her.
0: Oh, like and
1: actually, like, well, they wanted her to be their girlfriend. Yeah, and and I was like, oh, okay. And she wanted just uh, some of the like talking points maybe to have on. The first date of just bringing up like different boundaries and stuff for not only the threesome, but the
0: relationship. Yeah.
1: Yes, and um, and it was it was dynamic because the woman, like the unicorn, she was also in a committed relationship too, right? She lives with her girlfriend. Oh, but she also and so and all four of them are friends but the unicorn is also their girlfriend and I was like whoa this is okay grown folks handling your business (laughs) I remember after their first threesome um they took a picture and sent it to me from them in bed in the covers saying thank you for the advice (laughs) I love it (laughs) I was like, man, these would be great testimonials, but these are private things. But I, yeah. I just love that I got the photo of all three of them snuggled together with the white sheet after they've had a wonderful fuck fest, and they're saying thank you. And they went on to have like this amazing relationship. It was just, it was yes. fun to see the little bits they ever shared.
0: Yeah, I've said this many times on here that I really commend people who are able to, you know, shape their life and their relationships the way they want and to live outside the boundaries of normal and air quotes whatever normal is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love seeing that because I think when it takes courage to, you know, say I'm I'm going to live the life I want and I don't care what other people say.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you die, you like, you just take yourself, like it's just you. So, you know, you may as well like live your life and live a life that like fulfills you and brings you pleasure and like fulfills your purpose. So I just, I can't imagine being 70 years old and being so concerned by what, how the world thought I should exist in my relationship. Like they're, they're not paying, the world is not paying for my therapy, for my rent, for my birth control or whatever else. So I really just, I, I, like, I honestly don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about how I should live my life.
0: Oh, I love that. I (laughs) love that
1: unless you're sleeping in my bed, I,
0: like, shut like, up.
1: <laughs> send me a DM. No, don't send me a DM. Um,
0: your, your DMs might blow up.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, I am single, but I am, in, I am intentionally being single for a minute. Like not only single, but like not dating. I'm doing, gotcha. I'm doing some deep studies right now. Um, I, but one thing I will say, like if I, as people think about maybe their potential threesomes, um, like, and I'm sure we know this anyway, like a threesome is not just like a, a the marker to have like as a sexual experience. Like right? some people just they have no interest in having them. And yeah. that is that's wonderful, too. So it's always about like being honest with yourself. And is this something you want to experience? Because for me, that means like, do I want to do I want to take part in having a conversation of pleasure with more than one person, right? This isn't about being like a selfish lover and just
0: finding a Keyword, whole- of- not about being selfish.
1: <laughs> yeah, like now you're saying you want to have like a community moment. And am I willing to take part in that to give and receive energy to everyone? Um, and then the joy of that is knowing that like now you have, three plus different body landscapes to explore um i heard i was telling a guy that i wanted two guys like to have sex with two guys at the same time he was like oh so you you want bisexual men or something and i was like well i don't quite know their orientation yet this is all <laughs> like just guesswork right now i was like but uh, i mean i um, they could both be hetero in a sense so he was like, "Oh yeah, I guess," because they both just find a hole and then just you know thrust. And I'm like, if "That doesn't you sound don't... fun." Yeah, I was like, "Where can can you please like at least Google erotic porn or something?" And they like just, just this... find a hole. Yeah, you just find a hole and like stick your dick in it. Like what? And I was like, "No." When things I clearly remember about like Beth and Derek was like spending five minutes just playing with her collarbone, right, just tracing it. Kissing it, smelling it, letting my lips rub against it, like just the collarbone. Bring back
0: sensual sex.
1: Sensual (laughs) sex. So with three bodies, like we don't even have to get to the intercourse right away. Can we spend an hour just playing? You don't, you haven't even found all of my birthmarks. How is your penis out yet? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so know that like even with threesomes like it some people maybe they feel that pressure of like now you have to perform and satisfy all the women thankfully the ones i've been and i have been satisfied but you don't have to just think about that orgasm anyway spend some time in the pre-play the foreplay like yeah you haven't even kissed every vertebrae on my spine stop it
0: listen The perfect place to end on (laughs) but no for real though i do think it is um in i I am um a heterosexual woman and so especially with heterosexual men uh they're very quickly to be like i kissed you once and their penis is out and they're ready for penetration and Mm -hmm. yeah it's like slow down slow walk it we got time i want you know you get to a point
1: like make me beg for it yes can you you going back to like burlesque in that art of the tease? like I'm waiting for the person who can make me beg for it like don't whip it out make it make it to a point where I'm on hands and knees begging to see your dick can you do that because some people have I've been on bended knee begging just for the sight Mm. that's when you have your foreplay
0: Yes. (laughs) love it Look, now we're going to play, we're going to do the break- breakdown okay. and I'm just going to say a word and you say the first thing that comes to mind. Man, this scares me. <laughs> so afraid when for this, but it could be a sound. It could be a phrase. It could be another word, whatever the yeah. first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Pleasure. Delicious. Black women. Yum. Curves.
1: Black connection, intimacy,
0: love, fuck, teasing, delicious. <laughs> Last one, fucking, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> see it wasn't that bad everyone's always uh, like i'm so afraid uh, yeah i'm a, I'm always afraid
1: some obscure dark secret of like <laughs> the shadows of my sexuality is gonna come out and they're gonna find out about the gas mask and the floggers or something
0: look we'll have to bring you back for that i i i remember you posted was it a it was a was it a tiktok or something i thought it was your page maybe it's another page i follow um with the latex and the gas mask mm-hmm. and i was like pin this for a topic <laughs> And that yes, <laughs> if you can tell everyone um, if you have any upcoming shows, mm-hmm. if you want people to follow you on the interwebs where they can find you all of that yes. great stuff.
1: So my website is shayole.com. So that's S-H-A-Y-A-U-L-A-I-T.com. And on there, I keep like my upcoming performances. Um, I have some coming up in New York, and Baltimore. So depending on when they happen upon my website and I perform with sometimes with siren pack. And so they could also find them anywhere online too.
0: Awesome. So I'll be sure to link those in the show notes and on the com. So uh, Shay Olay, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your wisdom and amazing stories with us. This was great.
1: Oh, no, thanks for having me. I love story time. It's it's how we learn.
0: It is, (laughs) it is. So thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, guys. That is it for this week's episode. I want to thank our guest Shea Olay, for coming on and sharing her personal story of her own threesome, uh, giving some tips on how to approach your own threesome, and also the part that I really got want you guys to take away from is building up for pleasure, not just jumping right into the thick of the act, right, and exploring and and exploring and receiving all that comes with. That part of sexy time as I'll call it. All right. And be sure to support our sponsor, We VIBE Womanizer. Use code VIP20 to save twenty percent off your womanizer purchase. All right. So if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or any app that you listen to your favorite podcast on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too. You might hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing. Okay. Have a dope ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. And remember, the ratcheting me always honors the ratcheting you. home I stay. Until next time.